I remember when I first tried my hand at rebelling. I was in the fourth grade and my teacher's name was Miss Bettis. I did not like Miss Bettis. She didn't mind making me sweat through a math problem in front of the entire class without helping me out one bit. She also didn't mind reminding me in front of the class that my talking during her lectures was the reason why I didn't know anything. I was in the middle of a deep conversation about my love for my rainbow bright doll with Judy, who sat next to me, when Miss Bettis slammed her ruler against my desk. Joyce Lee, since you know so much that you have extra time to carry on side conversations, come up here and complete this fraction. The kids were all like, ooh, hush. Come on, Joyce. We are all waiting on you. Listen, I knew I didn't know the answer. And Miss Bettis knew that I didn't know the answer. And I was not going to go up there and show everybody how ignorant I was. So I decided to totally rebel. No. Excuse me? No. I ain't answering this stupid question. Because you don't know the answer. No. Because your mama don't know the answer. Why don't you hand her the chalk? I regretted the words as soon as they came out of my mouth. Miss Bettis gave me a referral to the principal's office and he just stared at me in shock when she told him what I said. Joyce, I know you were raised better than this. Sir, I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're not. But you will be when your mother hears about this. That woman working two jobs, going to school, feeding half the block. But I ain't going to tell your mama. My heart dropped in relief. You're not? He shook his head stern. Oh, no, I ain't going to bring that woman no bad news. You are. I looked at him like he slapped me. Hey, you talked to Miss Bettis like she had a tail and you was her owner. This will teach you to stay in a child's place. And I want a note given to Miss Bettis from your mother as evidence that you told her the truth by tomorrow. You can go now. The world collapsed, and the rest of the school day just evaporated. Before I knew it, the last class bell rang, and it was time for me to go home. Boy, I did my chores extra good that day. I swept the kitchen three times, damp mopped the floor, and even cleaned the refrigerator before my mother got home. She thanked me for doing such a good job of cleaning, and all I wanted to do was scream, I acted a plum fool at school today. Please don't kill me. But I didn't. My mama made dinner and I didn't say anything. We went to church. I didn't tell her there either. We came home and I just kept staring at my mother. My mother noticed me staring. Hey, Fussbox, come here. I sat in her lap and she kissed my forehead. What you thinking about, love? This was the time to tell her. I knew it was. It just was. Um, mama? You see the refrigerator? I cleaned it. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. That looks good. She grinned and kissed me again. I took a bath and went to bed. Around six o'clock that next morning, I woke up to the sight of my mother standing over me. Joyce, you know I got a call from your teacher yesterday while I was at work. She told me what you did. I felt like I was still asleep and had just entered a nightmare. 
My mother sat on my bed next to me. Her demeanor hadn't changed, though. She was calm, almost pleasant even, so I didn't panic. I'm not going to whoop you. I know how you are, so I ain't surprised at what you did. I am surprised that you didn't tell me when you were supposed to. Why didn't you tell me? Well, Mama, I thought you would kill me. My mother laughed hysterically and handed me the note in an envelope. Give this to Miss Bettis, apologize, and we'll talk about this later on today. I felt the boulder lift off of my shoulders and had a smile as wide as the sun when I handed Miss Bettis the letter. There you go. Here's your letter. <laughs> I skipped on back down in my seat. Miss Bettis opened the letter and read it briefly. Joyce, would you please come here? I walked towards Miss Bettis with a strut feeling feather light without a care in the world and smack. She smacked me again and again and again in front of the entire class until I cried. When I finally wrestled free, sobbing, she handed me the note. It read, Thank you for the phone call. If Joyce does not apologize before you read this letter, please give her the spanking she deserves and let her read this. Dear Joyce, you represent me, your grandmother, your great-grandmother, and a line back past slavery. You will respect your elders as long as you are my child and black. You will maintain your good name or you will pay a terrible price, I promise. And your mother always keeps her promises. Sincerely, Mama. Big thanks to Joyce Lee. Now, what you might not know about Joyce is that she just put out a brand new album, and we at Snap Judgment are so proud. We'll have a link on our website, snapjudgment.org. And big thanks to her mama. That was really her mama at the end of that piece. And to Stephanie Fu, Pat Masidi Miller, and Jamie DeWolf, who produced it. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.